The reading is taken from Luke 18, chapters 1 to 8. Then Jesus used this story to teach his followers that they should always pray and never give up. Once there was a judge in a town. He did not care about God. He also did not care what people thought about him. In that same town, there was a widow who kept coming to this judge. She said, There is a man who is not being fair to me. Give me my rights. But the judge did not want to help the widow. After a long time, he thought to himself, I don't care about God, and I don't care about what people think. But this widow is bothering me. I will see that she gets her rights, or she will bother me until I am worn out. The Lord said, listen to what the bad judge said. God's people cry to him night and day. God will always give what is right, and he will not be slow to answer them. I tell you, God will help his people quickly, but when the Son of Man comes again, will he find those on earth who believe in him? Thank you very much. Now, we've had some dingbats. Uh, and here's for a Freddo prize, then, for a Freddo prize, what is the top, the top half? What is that dingbat? Who said that over here? What did you say? Always pray. Very good. And what's the bottom bit? Sorry? Huh? And day and night? Never give up. Right. Very good, Jason. Very good. Never, because there is, as we know, no 30th of February. We know that, don't we? No? Yeah. And it's give up, as you can see. Now, what better bit of parental advice could you give to a mother and a father for their child? Why do not all the parenting books start with this sentence... Always pray and never give up. Is parenting easy? Is parenting hard? Do we need help in parenting? So what's the best bit of advice you can get? Because if God's helping, we will endure the ordeals of parenting. So Danny... And grant, always pray, never give up. Got it? So, here are some people who always prayed and never gave up. Let's start with top left. Who's he? For Fredo. That man there. Who do you think he might be? Richard. William Wilberforce. Now, what was his, what was his efforts in prayer? To abolish slavery. And how long did it take him? Years. years and years and years. That's quite right. Who's the woman in the middle? Oh, this is for the ladies only. <coughs> Not Mary Curie. No, that's a Freddo forfeit for getting that wrong. <laughs> Diane. Emmeline Pankhurst. What was her thing? 
votes for women. That's right. Now we get to know some people. This one here, bottom left. And he was going for... Not a slavery. That's it. Liberation of uh, coloured people, black people in America in particular. Absolutely. Uh, bottom right. Here he is. Yeah. Who's, whose hand was up? <laughs> <laughs> Over there. <laughs> Mahatma Gandhi. Well, where did he stand for justice? India, that's right, the part, well, the whole uh, re freedom from uh, the um, British Empire and all of that. And then lastly, on the top right, Nelson, oh, well, I'm, look, I'm going to give it to our sister down here. <laughs> Who's Nelson Mandela? 27 years in prison. And many of us here remember him coming out of prison in 1989. Uh, amazing walk to freedom. Standing for justice. These are all people who stood for justice. Now, as parents of a child baptised today, well, there's a great cost to standing for justice. These people endured great hardship. But would we not want to raise a child with the kind of character who would see and stand for and proclaim justice in the world? Is that not a good thing to desire for our child? Yes, it is, isn't it? You can't, can't say no. We would like Zachary to be apathetic and... and a, a, a denier of people's rights. We want him to be a good guy. Be a good guy. <laughs> and stand with these greats of history for justice. Well, Jesus combined these things and he told this story to tell the people to always pray and never give up. Oh, they're all up there at the same time. What a shame. Well, there's some pictures. So in the first picture, she comes... And she says to this judge, and this judge doesn't think much of God and he doesn't think of other, many other people. And he, she says to him, give me justice. I have been wronged. And he says, no, go away. I don't really, I'm not bothered. So she comes to him again and she says, listen to me. I have been wronged and I want it to be put right and you have the power. And he says, oh, for goodness sake, go away. So she comes to him again and she says, oh, come on, I really do need some justice. And he says, get out of my sight. And she comes a fourth time and she pursues him down the road. And when she gets hold of him here in the middle, she's saying, oh, he's saying, oh, this is getting too much for me. She's going to wear me out if she keeps coming. I am going to be not... The unjust judge, I don't mind being that. I'm going to be the worn-out judge. And I don't want to be a worn-out judge. So she begin, he begins to grant her, her her wishes. And in the end, she goes away grateful that her plea has finally been answered. She came back and back and back to the judge 
who neither cared about God nor about people and said, give me justice. And in the end, Jesus says in the story, he did. Now, what is God like? How do we know what God is like? See, some people do see him up there on the top right, as the top left, as a judge, someone who's sitting over us and pointing out our things that we've done wrong. Yes, yeah, well, I don't think God is like that, but some people think he is, and he's waving a big finger. Is that? Yeah, but other people think that God is like an old man up above the clouds somewhere with white hair and a beard. Nice old chap, really. Nice chap. Some people think that God is so mysterious that we don't know what he's like at all. It's just like this glowing orb and a distance. Maybe that's your view of what God is like. Some people think that God is this kind of helping hand through life, that if I put my hand out in some manner or other, he'll hold it and we'll get through life okay. He's my personal helper. Other people think, definitely, God is an angry God. Can you pull an angry face? Pull an angry face. Or oh, yeah, I've seen your angry face before. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a good one. Can you pull an angry face? <laughs> That's too, far too happy, your face. What's, what's your angry face look like? Come on, stand up here and we'll have an angry face competition. Come on, stand up. Come on, face the crowd. Come on, come on, face the crowd. Come on, come on. See who can pull the angriest face. Come on, we'll do it together. Ready? Okay, boys, ready? Have you got this on camera? We're going to wait. Oh, it is over there. Say, hello, Chester. Hello, Chester. That's Chester in foreign, foreign places. Here it comes with our great technology. Are you going to get it? Here we are. Ready? We're going to pull a really angry face. Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> Thank you. Can I have my, angry, my proper angry face back? <laughs> Up here somewhere. It's on my PowerPoint, Godfrey. Spontaneity, it always goes wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> there we are. Yeah, not them, but I'll get there. There we are. The angry faces. Some people think that God's an angry man. And some people think, oh, where have we gone? Some people think that God is hopeless. He can't do anything. Even if you prayed to him, it wouldn't help. So this is, Jesus gave up, so why don't you, it says in little words underneath. That's what some people think about God. How do we know what God is like? Let me tell you. We know what God is like by the way he answers our prayers. Isn't that make perfect sense? We know what God is like by the way 
he answers our prayers. We know he's not a magic talisman of a genie who just answers every wish we have because God doesn't answer our prayers like that. We know that he doesn't make life always comfortable because he doesn't answer our prayers like that. But what Christians have come to understand because they've always prayed and never given up is that God is good. Now, sometimes they say it with a bit more enthusiasm. (laughs) God is good. That's a bit better. Always pray and never give up. If you don't pray, you'll never find out what God is like because you won't have any prayer to be answered. And that's when Jesus said, right at the end of his teaching, he said right at the end of his teaching, when I come back, will I find faith on the earth? Will there be praying people for me to find and be the answer to their prayers? Well, my prayer for Zachary is that he will be numbered amongst those Jesus finds, always praying and never giving up, learning and knowing that God is good all the time. Amen. And I suppose you lot, for sitting here, want a Freddo, do you? (laughs) 